0: Hey, it is episode 43 of the Chasing Points Podcast. What's going on? It's January 26 2022. I'm Sam Favada, joined by my co-host.
1: That was. I'm really getting sick and tired of how Sam's introducing me. Hi, everybody. I am Brandon, the co-host of For the Love. Oh, that's right. This is Chasing Points. That's right.
0: You're so busy, you don't even know what podcast. Uh, you know, you just got to gotta yank your chain sometimes. Well, you don't like when I say your name, <laughs> You can't. and you do. don't like when I introduce you by your name, so oh, yeah. I usually just pause and let you do it.
1: Correction. It's how you do it. See, if you delivered it, you know what? Continue with well, your intro.
0: <laughs> what I would like to say is, hey, it's San Favata joined by my co-host, Brennan Hazelwood, and this is Chasing Points Podcast, your weekly honest dive into the world of sports what's up my friend that's what that's what i would like to do
1: to <laughs> see i mean that's fine it's how you just did that was great go for it okay great um i'm i'm well sam uh i'm always well when i get to bust your ball. So uh it's a great way to start off and uh
0: week's been going well weekend was good how about yourself man how's everything with you dude living the dream over here everything's yes. going well um i always season. ask
1: people that question when they say they live in the dream i always ask what dream because Nobody knows what the dream
0: is. I get to watch sports and uh, talk about it with my good friend every uh, week. That's a dream, my friend.
1: Okay. All right. I'm I'm okay with that dream. I'm with it.
0: Hey, uh, a big, big show this week. Uh, As you know, there was some great football over the weekend. We'll talk about that. We'll talk about some quarterbacks retiring? Question mark. (laughs) <laughs> head coach retiring question mark and uh the baseball hall of fame results were just announced we'll we'll dive into those and and some more topics on do you care but we have some some big news on the podcast brandon i don't know if you were aware that, sam we have a website now we're in the digital world
1: oh, we're not in the metaverse though so it's okay. not yet i'm working
0: i i texted mark he has not
1: <laughs> He's gotta give you the blockchain first so you can get it yeah in. right Got you understood
0: knowing <laughs> me i'd forget my password
1: <laughs> don't be one of those people yeah <laughs> so yeah, uh, that's great news love hearing that there's a website guys there is a website thanks thanks everybody let's give a round of applause sam thank you sam hey this is this is for you all right all right that's- wow
0: why the sarcasm man
1: that was not sarcasm. That was just, oh. I can't give you, can't let you get too high. I got to bring you back down. So I'll give you a little bit and then i will just reel you back in.
0: <laughs> yeah, we're on the, uh, I'm just going to ignore you. Uh, we're on the web now tracingpointspodcast.com <laughs> uh-huh. podcast.com. So there you can uh, get some of the latest news links to past pods, future pods, uh, and, uh, links to our social media and more. So check that out. And if you're using Spotify or Apple, Podcast, please leave us a five star review. It goes a long way helping us out and spreading the word about our little sports podcast. So I appreciate you guys and all the feedback over the last year or so has been great. So we keep it up. Keep it up.
1: I'm leaving today. I'm sorry. You said spreading the news, you know, just have it. Yeah, Sam, let's talk about football. Let's not waste any more time. Let's talk about football.
0: It was probably the greatest weekend of football that i can remember i mean it was
1: literally nfl history
0: yeah these games uh were just fantastic and I, I think we have to start with the afc divisional game against the uh the bills and the chiefs
1: before we even get into that game i'm gonna yeah. this whole conversation with this as i said a second ago these games were nfl history this weekend was nfl history Divisional round games, all one with no time remaining in regulation or OT, which is the most in NFL history. All four were decided by 15 points for an average margin of victory of 3.8 points per game. The lowest average margin of victory in NFL history. So let's start with that game you're talking about, my friend.
0: Look at you coming prepared with stats. I'm always prepared, man. This data
1: was just so good. It just was so good. I will replay that over and over again. So, Bucks, I mean, excuse me, Bills and Chiefs.
0: 42 36, as you mentioned, final and overtime. Just a, you know, kind of just great game all around. And Josh Allen and Patrick Mahomes, you that was, if that was a Super Bowl, if that was like the greatest game of the year, like, that signed sign me up for it. It was just, um, it was great. What what were your thoughts coming away from that? Well, Mahomes and Allen, they combined for 25 points
1: in the final two minutes of regulation, all right? Allen throws a four, his fourth touchdown. What does Mahomes do? He comes back and scores, or it broadens down the field to force an overtime within 13 seconds. The Chiefs win the coin toss and then end the game to a, with a touchdown to Travis Kelsey. I, first off, shout outs to Josh Allen and Patrick Mahomes. I feel super bad for Josh. Um, I don't like betting against Andy Reid and Mahomes, but I did this week because I just kind of thought the Bills were like, we know what happened to us previously. We're not letting that happen again. We don't want that feeling to happen and they got that feeling to happen again um but i think the future is with those two and it's it's pretty funny um listening to some some analysts talking about uh aaron Rodgers, who we will get to and and decisions that he's making and how that game panned out um you know what i know he's one of the greatest talents of nfl history uh only one one ring um but I'm okay if Aaron Rodgers leaves because I think the lead is, league is perfectly fine with all the other arms that are in the league. With it, this, just proved it. Um, there was a lot of young quarterbacks in this uh, in this playoffs, and I absolutely loved what Mahomes and Josh Allen did. It, it's just feels sorry for the Bills. Like it's just kind of like deja vu when they kept going to the Super Bowl and kept losing. It's like. You guys just aren't getting over that hump. And I I pray for the only real New York team.
0: The uh the Chiefs, <laughs> I'm ignoring you. The Chiefs um are have gone to are going to their fourth conference championship. And this is Patrick Mahomes' fourth full season as quarterback. <laughs> But yeah, as as you mentioned, Josh Allen, I don't have the stats in front of me because why would I have, why would I be prepared for my own podcast? No, but it. he was just, I I mean, I know you read off them, but uh, Josh Allen just came. You want to talk about Pat Mahomes as the best quarterback? Watch this. And they, they were both doing things that we know that they can do. And they were, you know, that the amount of times that Pat Mahomes, like, left the pocket and was the pocket was caving in on him. And he was just like evaded the defenders wrapped himself around, like, you know, linebackers. And then that touchdown and hitting the pylon or that 30 yard run that like came out of nowhere, you know, nowhere. It was, it was a great, it was a great show. It was a great game. Um, but not without controversy, of course. So what are your thoughts on, I guess, how the, the final seconds of overtime or regular, the regular uh, regulation played out how overtime played out and the chiefs walking away with the victory.
1: I think Josh Allen summed it up pretty perfectly. He said, there's nothing to really talk about here. If this, if this was the shoe was on the other foot, we'd be happy. So he kind of summed it up. Like it just, it's just one of those things. Like if you're on that side of it, you're happy with it. If you're on the losing side of it, you're not. So I, I think it kind of just is what it is. I think overall uh, this season has uh, has definitely had its sore thumb in which it would be is officiating. Um, I think that's been pretty much everybody's gripe that I've talked to this year is the calls that the refs make or don't make. Um, I, I I think the NFL is going to have to uh, sit down this year and coach up certain uh, refs and or, uh, get new ones uh, because this season was pretty rough when it comes to it. But what did you think about the end?
0: Yeah, you know, I, this happened to the Chiefs a couple of years ago. Um, the MVP season for Mahomes, he didn't get to touch the ball in overtime, and the Patriots went to the Super Bowl. Um, or went to the uh, yeah, went to the Super Bowl. So this, unfortunately, this is just a rule. I hate when people like when there's been a rule established and then it's until the rule doesn't go someone's way that mm-hmm. they start like this rule is wrong. It's like, but no one was talking about it at the beginning of the at season. All. At all. Like until it impacts your team or like, this was a great game. And it probably, if we gave them another 15 minutes, it probably would have gone back and forth Yeah. and needed to be decided. Like this is the same as like deciding a kicker, deciding the end of the game. Like, well, it just, right. it happened. You know,
1: Ryan brought up a great point um on get up. He said the NFL doesn't didn't want it to go to you know another overtime or extended any further is the NFL wants if it goes to overtime, they want whoever gets the ball first to basically go right down the field and score. The reason that being is the later uh the deeper you get into games, the higher risk of injury uh and that is exactly what happens you continue to play uh, I think he I think he pulled out a stat I think it's in the last uh four minutes is when the most injuries happen in a game the last four minutes because guys are fatigued you know technique is not there um they just want to go home I mean I'm sure of it um so <laughs> I think at this point it it just really is what it is sam i i I think it just you kind of just got to roll with it and 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 go with it i I just i really wish there was no human element that affected it but it also adds to the drama of the sport right so
0: yeah no I i mean you know what the overtime rules are it's not like they made it up going into overtime um but it was you you also bill's fans bill's Sean McDermott, whoever, like, you can't leave 13 seconds on the clock like that. No. You got to, you got to burn the, you got to burn the clock down. It's Patrick Mahomes. Like, we're not talking, it's not Kellen Clemens under center or somebody. Jeez. Go Ducks. You know, it's like, it's, it's a, it's the best quarterback of this generation of in the league right now. You can't give him 13 seconds. You got to squib kick. You got to, you got to burn clock here. And unfortunately you saw what happens when you leave a little bit of light for, for the chiefs to escape, they're going to escape. And yeah. this is how potent and how great this offense is. And it's going to be a, a hell of a championship series to see another great offense, you know, because defense just doesn't exist. So uh, these big games, but uh, it it'll be interesting to see how far the chiefs can go because they are i probably say they are the favorite I think vegas has them as the favorite any last thoughts on this game I think you threw it to me as my final thoughts so yep i did uh, <laughs> how about another one that ended actually the final three games that we're talking about all ended field goals yes they did it's wild to see uh you know at one point this game was, 27 to three i think yes it was and 27 to three rams and it ended 30 to 27 and you thought does tom brady and the bucks have it in them Does tom brady can tom brady do this again and it almost happened
1: <laughs> it wasn't his fault that's that's one thing and i, I made the mistake while i I know i don't do this and i i definitely broke it because i was talking to a former patriots or currently a patriots fan but loves tom more than anything and a michigan fan in my xbox party chat and so i'm watching the game on my laptop while we're playing some call of duty and i'm watching tom and the bucks get blown out and i'm just like yes yes let's go and then all of a sudden dame who you guys have heard on this podcast calls me and says, what are the Rams doing? And I said, just by you saying that, does that mean Tom is doing what Tom is doing? he said, yes, I'm assuming you're not watching. I said, I am, but I'm like, I'm in, (laughs) I'm in Call of Duty. And he was just like, hey, uh, you should probably see what's happening. And I looked over and I was just like, what is going on? So now the Patriots and-
0: Wait, you were playing Call of Duty instead of watching-
1: I was watching. I had both. I multitask, man. I multitask. I can do it you all. You clearly
0: weren't multitasking enough. Uh,
1: at that point, I wasn't. And, and then because I was like, oh, this game is over. Yeah. And all of a sudden it started happening. And I was like, oh, now I got to really pay attention again. Um. But, yeah, no. I, <laughs> again, you don't count Tom Brady out. But I told you that I made the stupid mistake of betting against him once last week. But I said I was going to make the stupid mistake again this week. And I was right because the Rams are my pick to go to the Super Bowl. Um, Sam, I, I just, I don't know how the Rams allow Tom to come back. I don't know how Tom always comes back. Um, it's mind blowing. I mean, you as a Jets fan know all about it.
0: I've seen Um, it, man. I've seen it. The Rams lost four fumbles and blew a 24 point lead to Tom Brady and they still won, I don't know how, but
1: uh, you do blown coverage, (laughs) blown coverage in the secondary for the Bucks, that I'm sure Tom wanted to say so much more in his press conference, but he kept it even kill as he normally does. And I know inside of him, he was probably sitting there like, what the f- just happened? Because how do you let the triple crown wide receiver get open down the field? That should be the number one person that you are paying attention to at all costs and Cooper cup gets wide open right up the seam. Sets up right up the seam, what sets up a 30 yard field goal game winner from Matt gay. I, I know the bucks defense is feeling it right now. And I also know that they will not be bringing back all the same starters next year because they didn't get there. Um, yeah, so so what do you think now what do you think is going to happen with that Bucks team number 1 and do you think this is the game that will solidify Stafford's career or does he need to still win the Super Bowl
0: Um you know he gets he gets like dumped on a lot a lot um and you know we have feel like when he got traded to the rams we had a whole podcast just about him mm-hmm. um you know playing in detroit the 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 amount of money he's made and you know the pat you know how easy it is to get passing records now and, and like the 21st century and playing football you know it's just so it the offense is it's not like it was even 20 30 years ago not at all but I think if, if he makes the super bowl and he wins a super bowl, I think you have to legit have the conversation of, is he a hall of famer? I don't know if I buy that, but I've always been a fan of him. And I think he's, I think he's, you know, we've both said he needs the right situation now he needs to protect the football and, but when you have like the defense that he has. Mm-hmm. The weapons around him that he has, and the the play caller that he has, you know, I, I could see them uh, giving away my picks here, but I could see them playing at home in the Super Bowl in a couple of weeks.
1: I mean, I, you know, I called it, and you know, I'm not right. Gonna, I was there. You know, I was there. I mean, this has just just been my pick, and once they did that Von Miller trade and OBJ trade, first off, I have faith in Odell Beckham Jr. I always have. He's just a once-in-generational talent. When you ha- are still playing and you still are can play at a high level, and you have younger receivers coming in there, looking up to you, rocking tees of you. I think that lets just watch what the players do. They will always tell you who is what, right? um You also have Aaron Donald, who I've repeatedly said it on here. I think you have as well. Is probably the best football player we've seen in the past eight years, and I'm not not—I'm excluding Tom because Tom is just Tom. He just does what he does, and I still don't think Tom is the best football player ever or he is the greatest quarterback. I don't think he's the best football player. I think people need to understand that they are two different things, but I think Aaron Donald is the best football player we've literally seen in the last eight years. And adding Von Miller, um, you have Jalen Ramsey, who I never talk about. Who was an absolute monster back there so and then eric weddle they just you know put out there (laughs) out of nowhere come out of retirement and just oh yeah you know i'm just still doing what i can do um
0: it's like taylor raps hurt what are you what are you doing bro
1: (laughs) yeah i know you haven't played in two years yeah i know you haven't played but you just want to play in like one of our biggest games of the year you know to this point the biggest game so yeah um shout out to the rams shout outs to uh the Bucks. no shout outs to AB and that terrible tweet after the game. Um, first, he tweets and talks about, you know, how much love he has for Tom Brady. And then at the end of the game, it's him skipping in the Jets end zone, but holding a sign that says, uh, what is it, Bucks lost? Um, <laughs>
0: eliminated. Yeah. Are they eliminated,
1: there you go. AB is a clown. Um, yeah. And I still, <laughs> and it's crazy that I've said this for so many years now since it happened, is that people are now coming out and saying what I've been saying and will continue to say is that shot that he took from Bertha, I still think is affecting him to this day. I don't care what anybody says, I truly think it is. He's He flat out said the shot has not, but I, I mean, that's a mentally ill person wouldn't technically fully know what's going on. And this may truly be a, a manifestation of CTE, but I guess, Guess we'll just have to see right
0: sam yeah i mean you can't really speculate on stuff like that but that was one of the more brutal hits you've ever seen absolutely we're both advocates here of mental health and we just hope ab gets the treatment he uh he we'll needs see. he doesn't seem he's like some... he
1: cares to do it with everything yeah. done after that but i guess we'll
0: see yeah um i guess we will how about um you know we'll we'll save the quarterback talk Tom Brady for a second here but speaking of another quarterback that or another person that could just go away hey the Packers lost (laughs) the uh there's a barn burner here 13 to 10 the Niners upset Green Bay at home in frigid frigid Lambeau Field uh what a what a mess man Aaron Rodgers is now zero and four against the 49ers in the playoffs
1: the team that didn't draft him keeps <laughs> keeps gonna make him what do you
0: say? Like what they're not i they're not gonna feel as bad or I don't feel as bad as the 49ers are gonna feel for not drafting me. Yeah is what well, he said at draft night. I'm
1: sorry. I'm sorry. I, I think didn't they go to a super bowl without him? Hmm. Thought so. Didn't they go to well, two super bowls without him? I think they're so. 0
0: and four, yeah, two super bowls. Yeah, yeah okay. Hey, uh Aaron Rodgers over the last 10 years, ready? Regular season. Okay. Winning percentage 708. Mm. QB rating 106.3. Mm. Passing TDs to interception ratio 5.93. Ready for this? Playoffs. Winning percentage 438. QB rating 96.5. Pass to TD ratio 3.2.
1: So literally what you're saying is he's an average quarterback in the playoffs.
0: MVP regular season, but has not got it done. I mean, you can you can blame a lot of things on this loss, but you got to score more than 10 points at home in, in the greatest home field advantage, one of the greatest home field advantages in sports, Lambeau Field in the cold. You uh, know?
1: Who who was I'm trying to remember who was talking about it? I think it was uh it was a, what'd you call it? I was on the herd and Colin was talking and he said, you know, what, what I've realized. And he, he also, it was somebody that he that reported it and said it. And then he followed up on it is that as a quarterback, the number one, the most valuable position on a football team, you have to trust the people around you, right? If you don't trust the people around you, when times get rough, you are not going to rely or or trust those people that you I guess, essentially do not trust. Uh, this this person also said uh, that look at Aaron Rodgers' life, his his issues with his family, he has trust issues. Uh, he's he's got a up and down he's type of career with the media. Uh, he's just not a a trusting person from what it seems, and you can tell that on the football field. Because the only people that he trusts is Adam Jones and
0: Aaron Jones and Devontae Adams.
1: Adam Jones, yes, and Devontae Adams. Those are only two people. And that's the only two people that he went to when times are rough. Which, what do you think teams are going to do? They're going to zero in on that. You have a lot of other phenomenal players on your team. They're young. I mean, you still, you're Aaron Rodgers, though. But every time things get rough, it's like he does not know what to do, Sam. It's it's truly mind-blowing to me, like what, what he sees when he's in those situations.
0: He just he didn't get it done. I'm trying to save my thoughts about his press conference and the things he said after and for our next segment, but he just didn't get it done um this was an interesting quote from marcus spears on uh i guess i'll just jump to it now he's from espn he said green bay needs to cut ties they need to stop being held hostage i've not seen so much fuss to get so much um so much nothing for a number of years it's just kind of like i'm just tired of the victim mentality from him politics aside Whatever you can show his feet on Pat McAfee's show, he can Joe Rogan. Whatever like politics, he can you know say what he wants about the president. But I'm not. I'm just the victim mentality. It's like I'm. Just, it's just tiring, bro. Like you, you have a team. Matt Lafleur has won thirteen games the last three seasons. You haven't made it to the Super Bowl. Yep. That's it. You, that's that's what you're defined as as a quarterback, and maybe that's not the most important thing to him. Maybe hosting Jeopardy is, or maybe you know being in like Hawaii with his girlfriend is. I don't know, like whatever, like whatever's important to him. And it doesn't have to be football, but like, I just don't think he's going to get anywhere, go anywhere else where he's going to get the treatment like he has in. In Lambo, like they've completely bent over backwards for him. Um,
1: I, I think the term Marcus Spears said is he's holding them hostage, and I understand that he's a once in a generational absolutely right, but that once in a generational talent has only produced one Super Bowl ring, and I'm not saying that lightly because I know it's hard, I've never done it right, I'm not there. I'm out on that level, so I respect it and understand that as an athlete how hard it is to get to the pinnacle. But you, there's there's other people around you that came in around you that came in after you and are excelling, like Patrick Mahomes. I mean, he's been in the the, cha- the championship, the divisional championship for the past four years. I I, I think that speaks for itself. So I mean. I hope that the Packers let him go and I don't really care if he re- 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 retires or not.
0: Yeah, that was her retire segment. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Where where do you think he goes if he does, if he leaves Green Bay?
1: I don't know because he's going to have the choice of where he wants to go, but he's got to. He's doesn't want to go to a place that is rebuilding, which Green Bay is technically not rebuilding. They just have to shuffle things around, but whatever.
0: Yeah, uh, I mean cap space is the easiest thing to snaggle in the NFL. <laughs> like they're 40 million over the cap. They have to sign DeVonta Adams, if they sign DeVonta Adams. And there's a bunch of defensive players and important players that they're going to have to pay or figure out contracts for, but Yeah, man. Well Thoughts on the – forty? you know, I, I think this was more of, like, the 49ers being given the – game, like, winning the game, like, finding a way to win this game. Yeah. Green Bay letting them win the game. Yeah. And very similar to the Niners beating the Cowboys the week before we talked about. But, you know, um, they won. Someone had to win <laughs> this it game, won, and they did. They
1: won by a walk-off 45-yard field goal by – robbie gold so i mean it's it's got a sting if you look at Rodgers' face when he walked out to field it was just like it almost felt like all right whatever like that's kind of like how it felt looking at his face like he was like well that sucked and then it was just like all right whatever and just like kind of walked off like <laughs> I i just don't know what's what's going on in that man's head and it's kind of almost like i I felt like anything short of a Super Bowl for him this year, who I obviously did not choose to win the Super Bowl, uh, was going to make him look bad because of everything that happened during the off season and some things that happened during the season. Um, anything short of a Super Bowl, if, if he did that, then everybody would have never talked about anything else. But now this is the only thing that everybody's talking about is everything that happened this whole season with him. So it's unfortunate, but. I, I mean, I, I think we're, we've are we done enough here. I think we should talk about another phenomenal game. And it's really, 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 really eerie that Joe Burrow, right?
0: Joey Burr.
1: And Evan McPherson are reminding me of Tom Brady and Adam Vinatieri. I'm saying that right now. That's what it's starting to remind me of, is that Joe Burrow gets sacked nine times. Nine damn times, Sam. Nine times. times. (laughs) He gets sacked nine times and gets up and acts like nothing has ever happened. And still is just ice cold. I I just, McPherson, still ice cold. Like these two are cocky but so confident and make it look so cool. Like it, I, this Bengals team is they're ballers, man. They they really, really, really are ballers. And I'm going to talk my trash about the Titans soon, but I, I want to hear, I mean, you've been riding this Joe Barrow uh, uh, bandwagon for quite some time now. Uh, also Mr. Chase as well. So Sam, go ahead. This is your time, bud.
0: Hey man, he's just, he's just different. He's just different. It's yeah, it's, it's cocky, but he backs it up. He's not afraid you mentioned it. He got sacked nine times on a, on a bum ACL already, like from the year before. Like they, I know I the irony of this is I was up in arms during draft season saying they have to draft Penny soul. They can't draft Jamar chase. And I still think, you know, Jamar chase is special. Their connection is special this offense is special excuse me but they got to protect this kid in the offseason they got to keep him upright because he he, he's like he can't take you know he can't take it forever but yeah he's just built differently he's you know what did he basically say like that he hasn't come across an nfl stadium that's as loud as like college you know
1: he just says what he says, man. He's he feels what he says. He says what he says. Doesn't care. He said he's tired of the, the underdog narrative. You know, he doesn't he, he basically saying, like, we can go out here and beat anybody at any time. Yeah. And,
0: and and they already beat really these did. Chiefs.
1: Yeah. They did. I, I don't know if they're gonna beat these Chiefs this time, but I know that's probably gonna be the best game because I think. The Rams are going to smack the Niners, but I'm sorry, Frank. Uh, but yeah, I think they, they're going to smack the Niners, but I, I guess we'll just have to uh wait and see on that. But I mean, Evan McPherson, 50, 52 yard field goal
0: to win it. How about that story about what he said to Joe Bro? Brandon Allen. it was Brandon Allen? in the back. Okay. Yeah.
1: Go ahead and share with people what he said.
0: <laughs> so, Joe Burrow said in the post game after the win, he said the kicker, the rookie, rookie kicker, Evan McPherson came up to Brandon Allen, the backup quarterback, uh, before the kick. And he goes, Hey, looks like we're going to the AFC championship. <laughs> and then he hit a 52 yard field goal.
1: That's that, like I said, cocky it makes it look cool
0: house money man let it let it ride let it ride what do you what do you got to lose and and this this division is theirs for the foreseeable future it could be i mean the steelers what are they doing under center Mm -hmm. there's a lot of questions on that team um the the ravens you know if you have lamar jackson healthy you're always going to be a threat and john harbaugh you're give give them some receivers and and fix up that that defense and uh the titans who we saw just or not the titans i'm sorry the titans aren't in this division the browns who knows another season baker mayfield i don't know
1: well if baker is still there they're not going to do anything so you you continue yep Mm -hmm.
0: but um team effort all around from the Bengals had 348 passing yards you mentioned Evan McPherson was four for four for field goals.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Uh, stopping a, a hurt, but still stopping Derrick Henry is huge, man. And three huge picks from the secondary.
1: I was just about to say, I hope you're going to talk about three picks from Ryan Tannehill is, is Ryan Tannehill. Is he, do, do I have to put him in the same category as uh Baker Mayfield? Do, do I Sam? I'm I'm asking you like you're you're gonna be the gatekeeper on this one do I put Ryan Tannehill in the same category as Baker what, Mayfield because what
0: category do you technically have
1: they, they um, can't they ain't got it they can they can manage you to a game but they ain't got it they'll throw you right out of a game I also put Carson Wentz in that category now too
0: uh yeah that's fair um yeah man I don't know I mean Tannehill has been a great story and especially coming from Adam Gase, Miami and being a converted wide receiver and and all of that. But um, I saw this, I saw this tweet. I don't know if I shared it with you over the weekend. It was from Andrew Brent from, uh, from SI Uh, in 2020, both Pat Mahomes and Ryan Tannehill signed new contracts. The first three years of those contracts for Tannehill, 91 million. Pat Mahomes, 63 million.
1: Uh, so yeah,
0: one's backloaded, one's not, but still like the dead cap money. You're invested, you're invested in Tannehill, at least for another season. I mean, he's an above average quarterback, maybe.
1: Yeah.
0: I would, you know, being a Jets fan, I would love to even be in the division no mm-hmm. games. So You know but i don't know i don't know i don't know if he's the guy to get it done i don't yeah julio still aj brown best wide receiver one of the best wide receivers probably one of the most physical wide receivers that team is just physical mike vrabel the defense really stepped up this year um playing you know playing above their heads at times but jeffrey simmons is a monster how do you sack a quarterback nine times He's just a beast. And lose, and lose. Yeah,
1: that's that's crazy. That's the part that's crazy. What was the, uh, what's the Titans' running back? Not Derrick Henry.
0: Oh, uh, De- Deontay Foreman.
1: Yes, I think that was that was one of the biggest mistakes that they not
0: running him enough.
1: Yes, not running him enough and not running Henry enough. I think I think with quarterbacks such as Jimmy Garoppolo, as Baker, as Carson, um and Tannehill I think you need when you have a running game which these guys all that I mentioned all have running backs that are pretty solid you should run the ball like a whole lot more and throw when you really should throw um and not leave it in your sketchy quarterback's hands um and I think that's where the Titans really lost this game is they didn't run enough at all
0: no I heard some stat I don't no, I don't, I'm not even going to get it right. So, crediting someone is doesn't make any sense. But um, <laughs> as a journalist, I would like to credit them. Or journalism major. Okay. Um, but in games in playoff games where Ryan Tannehill has to throw more than fifteen times, they've lost every game.
1: Know the stats. Sam just pulled up the stats. I'm. How did they not know that? Like, I I just don't get it. Yeah. Well, I mean, they can think about it this whole (laughs) offseason. How about that?
0: Any any last words on division weekend before we look ahead?
1: Nope. Let's get to our picks,
0: man. All right. Well, we got to. Okay. So let me preference this. And I've said this to you. I bet every one of these games correctly in one. But on the podcast, I went two and two. I changed my mind where I took, I took the, or I just all money line here, but I took the Niners and the Rams just because of, you know, being the underdogs. Um, so in, financially, I went four, no, oh, but two and two on the pod here. And you also went two and two. So I'm seven and three for the playoffs in are six and four. So we're right, we're right there. But two big games, 3 o'clock and 6.40 Eastern Standard Time on Sunday. I guess we'll start with the the AFC game. The Bengals headed to Kansas City to play the Chiefs. Thoughts on the game and then your pick?
1: Uh, this is going to easily be the best game of the weekend. I think this game is going to be super intense, but I also think it can get out of control for whoever's defense is not catching up. Uh, hopefully the chiefs have honey badger back, but I guess we'll have to see. Um, I don't know if he is cause he's a uh, concussion protocol, but I guess we'll see what's going on with that. Um, I, again, as I mentioned at the top of the show, I really don't like going against Andy Reid and Patrick Mahomes. So I'm not, I'm going to choose the chiefs. How about you Sam?
0: I'm going to pick the chiefs too, but I'm going, I would not be surprised if I changed my mind like three or four more times. I know the Bengals already beat this Chiefs team uh, near the end of the season when the Chiefs needed, well, both these teams needed to win. Um, but I I really like the moxie of both these teams. How about that quote from Andy Reid? The, <laughs> the Grim Reaper quote? Mm-hmm. Andy, is the,
1: Andy is the goat. Okay. He's I- just...
0: I'm, I, I want to pull it up because I don't
1: yeah.
0: have all of it, but
1: he is the absolute. I, it's hard for me. Like I said, it's hard for me to ever. He's your guy, man. I love him. I love him, man. I really, that am. was the most
0: watched divisional playoff game on any network in the last five years, by the way, yeah, the I chiefs know. game.
1: Mm-mm-mm.
0: I I don't have the quote, but it was, it was classic Andy Reid. Um, sure. Just be the grim reaper, man. I'm going to pick the chiefs, um, but I would not be surprised if I changed my mind. Okay. I'll let you know if I change my mind. Please do. Please do. Hey, uh is gonna be busy.
1: <laughs> uh yeah. <laughs> Take it is.
0: on the uh the 49ers. I think I'm gonna go first because you went first last time. I think Trent Williams needs to be healthy. Okay. I think Debo needs to be healthy. Mm-hmm. I think Jimmy G needs to be healthy. Now, Fred Warner looked great last week on a bum ankle and Bosa. Nick Bosa is just a monster that lives under your bed. Like, he just, he's good. Yeah. Um, But I'm, I'm going to pick the Rams here. Even though they can't protect the football as well, they still make focus mis- mistakes. I just, I like this Rams. I think they're a better team. And I think the better team is going to win. And uh, so I'm going to say it's a Chiefs-Rams Super Bowl. What about you, Hayes?
1: I think I chose that to be the Super Bowl at the beginning. I think that's what I chose. I'm not quite sure, but I'm pretty sure that is what I chose. Um, So, yes, I'm definitely going with the Rams. I don't see anybody beating them until they get to potentially the Super Bowl. And that will be the only one because if it's the Bengals or Chiefs, they have definitely the right tools to beat the Rams. Um, But I I think the Rams are going to come back and they're going to prove this week that they can stop and make sure that, you know, they're not going to let a team come back on them anymore. Uh, But Rams were my pick from the beginning of the year. I'm sticking with my pick and I think it's going to be a at least a two touchdown win by the Rams.
0: Two touchdowns. Good, All right. Mm-hmm. All right. So there it is. We'll see. Uh, we'll see what happens. Yes, we will. You're hey, you want to, play, want to play a new game? Um. Okay. What is it? It's called, Are They Really Going to Retire? Okay.
1: Let's go for it.
0: Hey, Uh. first up, breaking news today. Saints head coach, Sean Payton. 15 16 years in the bayou win a super bowl helps that you have one of the greatest quarterbacks in NFL history by your side for those years, most of those years. But Sean Payton told the Saints today that after weeks of thinking about it, he's stepping away from football. He said he wouldn't call it a retirement. But I think uh the Saints still own his rights, so who knows? I'll probably be on ESPN soon i don't know uh thoughts on sean payton is he really going to retire
1: when he says he's been thinking about it for weeks what he's telling you guys is that he's been thinking about this since drew Brees retired <laughs> <laughs> that was the first week that he thought about it and he continued to think about it throughout the whole season and say damn i really don't want to be here after this because drew
0: retired here. in the summer right
1: yep he knew that it was going to be a rebuild <laughs> and that's exactly what it's going to be. I mean, when you, when you are fighting to put Taysom Hill who is only a gadget guy as your starting quarterback, maybe you should step away from football for a little bit because What's I think
0: happened to Taysom Hill, poor I, Taysom Hill.
1: <laughs> Taysom is going to be on somebody's special teams. I'm 100% sure of that. I can guarantee that. Um, I mean the I mean look at the what the Raiders did. They they got Mariota as their backup and he only comes in to do Wildcat, so who knows? I mean Taysom can stay in this uh, league for a while with just doing that. But um I think he's gonna go to the booth. My father and I were talking about this. Um was it, Chris Collinsworth and Al Michaels? Sounds like they're gonna be not around next year. Um Potentially, I don't know if that's if that's going to hold weight.
0: But, it it uh, sounds like it's going to be like a Mike Tarico Drew Brees type thing. But Breeze didn't. I, I love Drew Brees, but thank you, he, thank you. Say he, it, say it. He he had a rough game. Uh, he had a rough game in the booth the other day.
1: Ooh, he had he has had a rough.
0: And game. he's my boy.
1: He's had a rough. Period. Like he repeats what Mike. Tirico, he basically followed everything Mike yeah. Tarico said. It's, I was like,
0: oh, come it's on. It's got to be hard. It's I'm I mean, gonna, but t- Tony wait. Romo he made it look so so easy
1: oh he sure did he sure did Uh, that's why people are still trying to trying to get tony they want tony like i'm telling you these networks want tony Romo because he says everything before it's gonna happen and you watch it and you're just like but how like how did he know like
0: it's crazy i enjoy watching
1: tony romo i really really do well i'm glad
0: (laughs) <laughs> Papa Hayes, you and I are on the same page there. Yeah, we are. We definitely, definitely, definitely are. I think he's going to be for sure. It's like one of those things like I want to sp- – it's like athletes are like I want to spend time with my family and then they're home with their family for like a month <laughs> and it's like
1: – I just want to go back.
0: <laughs> maybe the Dallas job is a good idea.
1: Yes, yes.
0: so it catches the Saints in a bad time. I mean, there's been teams interviewing for weeks, head okay. coaches. So.
1: It's okay. Yeah. They can they yeah. can find somebody. There's a lot of good options out there. Nobody's been, uh, you know, picked as. Well, I mean, yeah, nobody's been picked as head coach yet. So yeah, they're fine. You got time. And I mean, I guess the
0: front runner in the building is Dennis Allen, who used to be a head coach for the, what the Raiders, right? Yep.
1: Yeah. yeah. I mean, give give people a chance. I mean, they the the Saints actually have a really good defense. Just their offense is just, eh, and who knows what's gonna happen to uh. Michael Thomas, so there's that too. Yeah. Rebuild, then that means Mike Thomas is moving somewhere else. You know what I mean? So they got a lot to worry about offensively. Defensively, I think they're they're pretty golden, but offensively, I don't know. What we got next, man? We got we got more quarterbacks.
0: Hey, have you heard of Tom Brady?
1: No, I have not. Well,
0: next year is gonna be his age 45 season. Mm -hmm. Crazy to say. And he basically had this quote. I don't. Oh, I think it was on his podcast. Everyone's got a podcast these days. Of course, give everyone a podcast. You think you're gonna live forever? We're not. (laughs) We think we're gonna play forever. We're not. I'm considering retirement. He also said, um, "It pains Giselle, basically in parentheses, to see me get hit out there, and she deserves what she needs from me." as a husband and my kids deserve what they need for me as a dad. And he also said one more, I can't find it. Yeah, that's it. That's what he said.
1: Well, he's been saying he's, he's going to play, uh, until he's 45. So this season coming up, he would be 45. So I think Tom does one more season because I don't think he wants to go out with not getting back to the Super Bowl, uh, just knowing how competitive he is. Uh, so I think he gives it one more go. Uh, but I think I, I as a fan of the sport, as a fan of greatness, uh, and also as a, a Eagles fan that beat him, and I know it still haunts him, uh, I would love to see Tom have his his last moment in the league, His his walk of glory his uh glorious exit uh from the nfl and get the praise that he deserves while he's still there because i'm sure a lot of places want to do that Uh, as much as people you know dislike tom and i know there's a lot of people that dislike him, including my father can't stand him but you you can't go against the numbers you can't go against the rings it just is what it is so i think he does i hope he does his victory lap but I think next season is his last season. What do you
0: Yeah, think? I was, I'm going to say I don't think he's going out like this. Not, he's still, it's not like the, the back end of some of these quarterbacks. I mean, Drew Brees' career, he couldn't throw more than 20 yards down the field. Like, Tom Brady mentally, physically is at the top of his game. And he's thrown more touchdowns in his 40s than he did in his 20s. And he's only 44 wow that's crazy right yeah absolutely. so he could still do it i think I, as much you know being a jets fan and being tormented by this guy and this fan base for 20 years and it's insufferable like patriot fans are insufferable but you know when you're a jets fan and you're just your team is just garbage for as long as we've been um it's easy to be insufferable <laughs> but You know, I I dislike Tom Brady for a long time, but I certainly appreciate his greatness and what he's done for the sport and who he is and what he does, whatnot. So, you know, I as much as I'd hate to see a retirement tour and the pomp and circumstance, the guy deserves it. So I hope he, you know, will at least, you know, strap up the cleats for another another season because he certainly deserves it.
1: I agree, Um, but a person that I Hope doesn't get any more attention because he doesn't deserve it. Aaron Rodgers, and he has given us this vague presser uh, post game, and you have the what he actually said to him.
0: He, I don't have what he actually said to you. Um, I know he was basically saying he was going, he wasn't going to drag this out. He's going to have conversations with people inside the building. He wore all black. It was very weird. Um, and he's basically said he doesn't want to be part of a rebuild. So I think any team that has Aaron Rodgers on it isn't part of a rebuild. But I could be wrong. Yeah. Um, he did say on Pat McAfee's podcast, again, given everybody here a podcast, it's weird. Um, there are a ton of people rooting against me because of my vaccine status and then wanting to see me lose so they can pile on again, I think we've wrapped up the Aaron Rogers thing. I, I don't care if you're vaccinated or not, bro. I just, uh, just stop with the victim shaming, like just, just stop, bro. Um, I don't, I don't really care. This should be a, do you care segment? I don't, um, I think he's still going to play. I think he's done in green Bay. Um, know, the Broncos, the Steelers, the Panthers—name a team that needs a quarterback. Trade a couple draft picks or do whatever. And I know he looks like he could still play. I mean, he definitely he just, could.
1: He probably is going to be the MVP this year again. Yeah. So, and the quote was, "I don't know." That's a fair question. Definitely one I've thought about, but there are a lot of decisions to be made. Key players, a lot of guys who play tonight. So many guys whose contracts are up or on the brink or salary cap stuff. So a lot of decisions to be made. I don't wanna be a part of a rebuild if I'm going to keep playing. So a lot of decisions in the next couple of months is what he said after the game. So as we mentioned, it's not a, it's not a rebuild they can change several things uh salary cap wise as sam said they can do salary cap dumps um it's not going to be too much but i guess we'll just have to you know see see what happens from there but i i can at this point in time like i can care less if aaron Rodgers is in the nfl or not um i know he's great and it's great to watch him but i only watch him like when it's you know big games i'm not like oh i gotta go watch aaron Rodgers games i gotta I've never been that like I'll watch a Kyler Murray game, that's no disrespect to Kyler. I actually like the way he plays. Like I I'd go watch a Cowboys game before I'd watch Aaron Rodgers and that's honestly the truth for me. It's because A they're a division rival, but they also have electrifying people in there and I like to see what's going on and you know it's always news whatever they do. So I mean, Aaron, you can go, you you clearly can go do uh, Jeopardy and you did pretty well at that. So, I mean, you have some options for yourself. So I don't really care what he does then.
0: Yeah. Early do you care segment? I don't. Yes. Let's move on. I think we've beaten the dead horse that is this topic into the ground. Hey, um, I, I'm going to preference, preference this next segment with I failed you. I did not watch UFC 270. Mm. Fell asleep watching the end of the Packers 49ers. And I didn't catch the replay yet. So your thoughts, UFC corner with Brandon.
1: Let me tell you, this: these were some brawls, my friend. Francis Ngannou beat Saragon, uh <laughs> in a unanimous decision. Now I can honestly tell you the beginning of the fight wasn't looking too great for Nganu, but he turned that around so quickly. And now the guy that everybody fears that can knock you out with one punch showed his jujitsu, What's is so wild to see somebody so big doing that and adding that now to his repertoire. So that means, okay, you try to take me down. I'm still going to punch your face in. You want to stand up with me. I'm still going to punch your face in and he just showed that he's the baddest man now i i I pay attention to ufc a lot he has beef with dana because he wants to get paid more like you know most of the fighters should uh but dana is just a leech and just takes all that he can get uh so dana he didn't raise his hand or he he basically just put the belt on him he didn't wrap it around him like he normally does Uh, because of their beef and a lot of people that that watch UFC in the forums that I'm I'm in you know some made a a big deal about it Uh, I just think that Dana White is a scumbag and he knows that he does not have the leverage in the situation which is why the question was asked (coughs) excuse me after what he's planning on doing next because uh, he's been getting offers from boxers to come fight which means that he can get paid a ton of money that he'll never see in UFC so I hope he goes and gets his coin uh because you know how I feel about Dana White. He can kick rocks. Um Davidson, uh Figueroa and Brandon Moreno. That fight was the third fight, and it was wild. A lot of uh a lot of cross beef going on in here. Uh Moreno used to used to train with uh I cannot think of his name, uh, former champ Retired, I'll remember it. I'm sure after we get up air, uh. But there's a lot of there's a lot of beef going from training camps, uh, and a lot of behind the scenes stuff. Uh, Davison won by unanimous decision. This fight was a brawl, Sam. When I tell you that these guys were just throwing hands and throwing kicks, and <laughs> it was just everything you could ask for in a UFC fight. So super super happy about that fight. Um, the other one is Michelle. Uh. Pereira, if I'm saying it correct, uh unanimous decision against Andre uh Fajalo. Um, that fight, uh, I thought Michelle was going to win. I'm <coughs> to lose. I wanted him to win the whole fight, but he wasn't looking good. And then all of a sudden, he started doing his super ortho- unorthodox tight movements. He did a like front flip kick and landed right on Andre's head, both like boom, boom. And I was like, what is going on here? He's so unorthodox, but he ended up winning uh, just because of his style. And I love those type of fighters because they're so unpredictable. But Sam, I promise you, you will enjoy those three fights when you do watch the replay. It is well worth it for anybody that actually likes UFC. Um, Yeah, I, I would definitely, definitely recommend you watching it if you have ESPN Plus and when they show the replay for sure. That's all I got.
0: And that was UFC corner.
1: Yes. Yes. With Brandon.
0: Yes. Great segment.
1: Thanks, man. What we got, man?
0: Hey, you want to play? Do you care?
1: Yep. Let's go.
0: So, as I mentioned at the top of the show, the uh baseball writers of America announced the results of the 2022 Hall of Fame ballot. And only one player got in. Mm-hmm. And that was David Ortiz, big poppy, 77.9%. So the threshold, 75%. So you're eligible for the hall after five years of playing and you're on the ballot for 10 years, as long as you've reached a certain number of votes. So it was the, you know, we can get into the big poppy in a second. I guess an equally big headline here is Barry Bonds, Roger Clemens, Kurt Schilling, Sammy Sosa all on the last year of eligibility. All did not get into the Hall of Fame. Bonds had the most at 66%, Clemens at 65.2%, Kurt Schilling at 58%, so 58.6. So Hayes, two-parter, Big Poppy's in the Hall of Fame, do you care? Part two, the steroid guys aren't in the Hall of Fame, do you care?
1: I do care that Big Poppy is in the Hall of Fame, um, being a DH, and what he did in clutch moments. I mean, we got to see it firsthand as we're Yankee fans. Um, that Big Poppy error was something different and how he embraced Boston uh, after the uh, Marathon bombing. Um, what he said, uncensored, raw, uncut, I think he had the heart of Boston and Boston had the heart of him. Um, So he when I think of Red Sox, I truly think of him like there's no way around it. I I always refer back to uh, the Manny Ramirez time with him, you know, and and seeing how those two were just going yard. It it was a great time for them Uh, and also showing his reaction or Pedro Martinez's reaction when he got the call. who Pedro, as we know, is one of the greatest pitchers of all time, and how he embraced him. I think David Ortiz deserved that, and there's nothing else I have to say about that. He definitely does. I like him. He's definitely an entertaining guy. Um, For the steroid steroid error guys, uh, I, I said it to you. I started saying to you off air, <coughs> the fact that Barry Bonds, who was arguably One of the greatest hitters in baseball history, if not the greatest hitter in MLB history, is not going to be in the Hall of Fame. Roger Clemens, one of the greatest pitchers ever to grace a mound, will not be in the Hall of Fame. Curt Schilling, scumbag, is one of the best pitchers to play in baseball, and he's not going to be in the Hall of Fame he's a douche, but he still deserves his his shine. Uh, Sammy Sosa, uh, A-Rod was also on that too. Um, It's unfortunate because I do think these guys were such a huge part of baseball that they should get into the Hall, but maybe you put, you know, you you put an asterisk next to their name, right? During steroid era, right? If you want to if you want to do this, I, I I think it's just unfair. I also still don't like the fact that writers um are the voters. I think it should be the former players, uh because they actually did it. But I I think it's unfortunate. But I I do care, I, I care because I wish Barry. Out of all of them, I wish Barry was in there. So, yeah. How about you, Sam?
0: Yeah, um, being I think you summed it up being a Yankee fan and having to deal with Manny Ramirez and big poppy hitting three, four in big spots.
1: Mm
0: -hmm. It felt like every time the two of them were up, they were on base runs were being scored. Just being a kid, watching Yankee games with my father, just like at the edge of your seat when these two guys came up and especially big poppy. Yeah. the, The marathon bombing, just having the city on his back, you know, and and Commissioner Manfred said this, too, during the testing program, Major League Baseball, David Ortiz has never tested positive for any substance. He's been on lists and there's been stuff. But I, I think at this point, I mean, I, I care that he's in the Hall of Fame. He's an ambassador to the game of baseball. He's a really likable dude. He, and this is coming from two Yankee fans. Uh, again, um, he should be in the Hall of Fame. I think Barry Bonds, Roger Clemens, I've turned I've turned, I've gone 180 on this in my life, in my lifetime. Um, I think they all should be in the hall of fame. Mm-hmm. I think you mentioned it. If it's not an asterisk, it's something on the plaque that basically sums this up, right? Like sums up the period in which they played, or you know, allegations or whatever. Um, but we could get in all day of all these guys' stats, right? But 14-time All-Star, 12-time Silver Slugger, eight-time Gold Glove, seven-time MVP, three-time Hank Aaron Award winner, three-time bat, two-time batting champion, two-time home run leader, MLB records for most career home runs, home runs in a single season, walks, MVP awards, walks in a single season, on-base percentage, and slugging percentage in a single season. That's Barry Bonds. Deserves being the Hall of Fame they they will they'll get in the hall of fame the 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 as you mentioned there should be players veterans voting on this and and the veterans committee will vote these guys in one when, when, one whenever they appear on the ballot for them I don't know what that is but um there should be some kind of asterisk or something and and I think even big poppy said tonight you know it's a shame these guys aren't going in with me but I'm yeah. not going to sit here and mourn them like it's you know I'm not losing sleep. Um, They should be in the Hall of Fame, but I don't care. Like, I care, but I don't care. Understood. I'm lukewarm. Mm, I could go either way. I'm fair weather.
1: Okay. Okay. (laughs) All right. Let's go to the next thing.
0: (laughs) I'm on the edge.
1: Uh, You are. I had to really back in. What do we got next, man?
0: Hey, there are reports coming from somewhere. I don't know where they came from. Maybe you do James Harden, your boy intends to test free agency. Basically doesn't like living in Brooklyn and, uh, is frustrated with Kyrie's playing status and who, who knows what else, but, um, your boy, James Harden might leave at the end of the year. Do you care?
1: I do. I mean, but at the end of the day, it is what it is. Um, I can't be upset with him for, you know, Kyrie playing part time. Um, I want to know why he doesn't like it in Brooklyn. That's that's the part that I'm curious about. Uh, but Brooklyn is pretty deep, but it is what it is, depending on what part of Brooklyn you live in. But I it's love not Houston, bro. <laughs> it's definitely not Houston, but I love Brooklyn. Um, he might not like the cold, but especially because he's a California boy. So, um, yeah, I. It, it's it's looking and starting to shape up like uh he can go to the sixers uh but now the sixers are saying that they're going to hold on to ben simmons until the off season which is so dumb because ben simmons is not going to play for you guys again so instead you're going to have him just wait and you think you're going to get like this superpower of ben simmons james harden and joel Embiid. like joel and b does not want to play with big ben simmons again like it just whatever but i get back to what we're talking about Uh, i i just think it sucks but it is what it is i i think uh more of this stuff started coming out when kd went down so i guess we'll just have to see what do you think
0: i i care um this trade if they don't win a championship this trade is going to go down as one of the worst trades ever man the yep. amount of the draft picks, the pick swaps, you know, Karis Levert, I, you know, you know, who is under a, a nice contract, Jared Allen too, right? Um 2022, 24, 26, first round picks, pick swaps and 2021, 23, 25, 27 with Houston. If James Harden's not on this team for the next couple of years, it's it just you know you sell out to win a championship and i guess this is what you have to do in today's nba um but i don't blame him for not liking brooklyn i guess but move to westchester or something i don't <laughs> know northern jersey well that would be a that would
1: that be a true
0: rough. But there's there is,
1: rough. Uh, other places around brooklyn that you can live like manhattan yeah <laughs> it's not that hard There's queens you know, I mean you can you can live in either one of those boroughs and you'll be fine, but whatever. I mean you do what you gotta do, but um another whatever is John Stockton. Please tell the people what's going on with uh, the farmer.
0: Do I have to? I don't even know why I put this on. I don't know
1: why you did either, but I mean it's here now.
0: <laughs> hey, uh John Stockton, Hall of Fame, basketball player and hall of fame fashion guru, those short shorts. Am I right? (laughs) Hey Gonzaga University suspended John Stockton season tickets over his refusal to follow proper mask mandates. I saw this on CNN. Seriously. Yeah, that's where I I first I'm like, wait, what? John Stockton, like the basketball player. Do you care? No. (laughs) yeah me neither i I don't just wear, dude wear your mask like just just wear your mask if you have to these these ushers these ball boys these like the people selling you popcorn the players the coaches their families like they don't they gotta wear their masks too just just wear your mask like until this thing's all over just wear your mask when you have to so he said
1: that he was he was told that uh, that officials said that people were didn't feel comfortable that he wasn't uh, wearing a mask and he said that that he was told by Gonzaga that being that he's such a a public figure uh, that he stands out and it doesn't look like a a good example and he was like basically saying you know it's not my fault like that I am who I am type thing and it's just like well you got to understand that you you're the only one not doing it. So you're just gonna get, they're gonna say, no, John, you just do what you wanna do. No, they're not gonna do that. Like like Sam just said, if they're telling everybody else to wear a mask, you're not gonna be an exception to the rule. But like you said, he should just wear a mask, but he's not going to because this man apparently was in a documentary uh, over the summer about CoVID and the truth on the vaccine and so on and so forth, so apparently he's been an advocate for <clears throat> no vaccine, no mask uh, mandates. so I think that's I think it's very clear to see where he stands, and uh I wish you the best, John. I wish you the best. Thoughts? No <laughs> None, okay there.
0: Hey, uh, we have a new website. Check it out, chasingpointspodcast.com. For all your latest chasing points news, you can listen to our episodes and links to where we are. And uh, there's a cool link to the K104 online dot com slash podcast page and a recent post blog that we're starting here. <laughs> new edition. So that's cool. So check that out. chasingpoidspodcast.com. Uh what do you you know it's it's Wednesday as you're listening to this, but what are you looking forward to this weekend, this week?
1: I respectfully say this next thing, getting off of here to go watch the Lakers and Nets. Um, of course, AD Street Clothes comes back and plays today when he's playing my nets. <laughs> of course, that happens, right? Um, so yeah, to watch that um to also on sunday the nets and warriors play uh that should be a good game hopefully because Kyrie would be able to play in that one um you know definitely watching the divisional championships uh definitely definitely looking forward to that uh and uh apparently getting snowed in because we potentially are getting 10 inches so uh yeah uh, looking forward to going to the grocery store with my mask on and being around a bunch of people that don't want to be around just to get some snacks and food in the house. So uh yeah, that's what I'm looking forward to, Sam. How about yourself?
0: Hey man, football this weekend. Uh, I hate the snow. I hate everything about the cold and the snow, but yet I live in the new northeast. Um, so there's that yeah, I uh, can't wait to get off this to finish this basketball game myself. Why are you wasting my time? Wow. Peace. Wow. wow. Just kidding. <laughs> that's it. Uh for Brandon. My name is Sam. Thanks so much for listening to the Chasing Points podcast. And remember uh to tell your friends and to leave us a five-star review on Spotify and Apple. Until uh until next time. Peace.
1: So uh if you guys follow me on Instagram, uh inspect the eclectic. Uh I put a lovely little story up there today about <clears throat> my experience of my dumb self and uh want to share it with you just in case you didn't hear it. Uh <laughs> this morning went to the gym. You know, it's it's the northeast, it's New York. It's about normally when I go to the gym anywhere between nine and fifteen degrees in the morning. That is no joke. That already makes me not want to go to the gym in the morning. I get to the gym take my lovely AirPods out, put them in my ear. And normally when I put them in the ear or take them out of the case, it automatically syncs the Bluetooth and it cuts off the Bluetooth in my car. So the music's no longer playing in my car, but now playing in my headphones. Sam, I put my headphones in my ear. Think I got any music? I'll answer for you. No, I did not get any music. So I'm trying to figure out what is going on here. I disconnect the Bluetooth, forget the device, try to put it back together. And then I realized that "Mm, these are dead. Uh, So I had to make a decision, Sam. And uh, I don't think I made the right one. Maybe I did. I had a decision of either going inside to work out or go home. And everything told me to go home, but I kept on trucking and went right inside. That was the second mistake, Uh, (laughs) going inside with no headphones means you hear everybody grunt, groan, cough, whatever conversation they got going on. And that's exactly what I heard. In the middle of doing one of the hardest exercises <clears throat> in my routine, I hear a gentleman on the turf reciting, and I should say that very loosely, uh, Post Malone. Uh, and all I keep hearing, hey, 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 uh, uh, and I'm just like, and he keeps getting louder. And you know, when you're hyper focused on things, you hear something and you can't unhear it. That's all I kept hearing through that whole workout is him. It's him. Then, which I didn't share on there, was two elderly gentlemen talking about Tom Brady and what they think he should do with his whole career. And I'm like, ah, the podcaster and me. I wanted to go and debate with them. But I said, let me just get the hell up out of here. So needless to say, make sure your headphones are charged. Make sure if they're not charged, you bring earplugs. And for those that like to sing in the gym as if everybody wants to hear you, it's not your goddamn shower. So stop acting like it is. We don't want to hear you while we're in the gym trying to work out. And on that, good day.